welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa, and I am pleased to be joined by my right-hand compadre, man of the hour, master of all information that no one knows about, Dale Dempsey. What's up, man? Banker extraordinaire. Banker extraordinaire. I should say. Or as you're on your business card, adventure explorer. <laughs> <laughs> adventure I mean, explorer. Okay. Well, I took some sort of test, I think, about like, how do you think? How does your brain work? And it said that I'm an adventurer and I'm an explorer. I was which asking does... you that one time. How does your brain work? How are you thinking? <laughs> how are you thinking? Actually, that's a great segue for our conversation today. So it's we'll true. get into that. How are you thinking? How um, am I thinking? I had a uh, revelation. But I know you did. Hold on. Yeah. So I just want to, let's welcome everybody to the show, man. Oh. Welcome to the show, everybody. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, welcome. Congratulations. You found us. <laughs> <laughs> your life will forever be changed. And the ones who are coming back, well, I guess you, I don't know how you found your way back. Thank you very much, though. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. It's good to see you again. And we hope your life is better for it. So, but anyway, so on the category of how does your brain work, we're going to cover something today. And I'm going to, in our family, well, I grew up in a family in an Italian household, and it can get pretty loud. And on occasion, you have to basically, someone, whoever has the salt shaker gets to talk. They have the floor. And so for today's discussion, I'm going to give Dale the salt shaker, <laughs> and he's going to lead the conversation in terms of, Old school thinking, new school thinking, when it comes to, I'm going to use the new school, as you say, transition deals. And you may have heard us on some podcast talking about it's not about the money, but it's about the money. And also really in terms of knowing your economics, it's all about the net, which is really big. So with that said, we've been talking about this topic, debating this topic, I should say. We did get into... I think I wanted to walk out at one point. I don't know if I well, walked out. We were. I may have wanted to throw such pizza at you. I think. I'm yeah, not really we. Sure. I wasn't getting it across the right way, you and were. I was. It was interesting because I was at a point where the light bulb went off. I sort of knew what I thought I had just figured out, and that I just kind of known for a long time anyway. But it really like, like resonated free, with me, free, and I'm just trying to get my point across, right. and it free wasn't coming across. And you were getting frustrated. Right. So, and saying, so listen, so for everyone that's listening, we really want to hear, I know we say it every podcast, let us know what you think, give us your feedback. On this one, we really would love to hear what you think about this particular topic, sort of whether you understand it, whether you agree or don't agree, that's cool. We're all about that. And this is truly advisor talk. We're just, we're going to be talking about a particular topic, which is centered around transition dollars and sort of upfront deals and stuff like that. So Yes. Go ahead, Dale. You, you got the salt shaker. <laughs> Often I'll like lay in bed or I'm on the couch and I'm scrolling through news. And I think I was, well, maybe two days ago, I saw George Orwell has gone past copyright, which is interesting. So I guess his works are available publicly. And I say that because I started to think about this concept of, in his 1984 book, they have this thing called Newspeak, which I think the scientists over a period of about 70 years, they want to change the language. They want to get rid of things that don't benefit them and the cause, and they just want to change what they're saying. And it reminded me of this concept that I'd kind of, over the summer, we had, we had, we had, we had talked about, <laughs> which is if you really want to present an idea to someone, 
and you think they might be adverse to it. You just word it different. So that's the it's idea. Like wordsmithing. It's like word exactly. And so it's funny to hear you say transition dollars, because what went off in my mind that evening was these aren't quote unquote transition dollars. This is a loan. This is a banking transaction. This right. is nothing more, which is, I think that's part of the reason that it's separate from your agreement letter and a lot of times like your contract or so really what you're doing is you're banking on future revenue that you're going to generate. The institution knows that. You think of that too, but the way it's always talked about it are in these new speak terms where it's bonus, it's transition dollars. Loan bonus agreements, stuff like that. Right. Like, right. Oh, like often all advisor will ask me, so like, what are the top deals? Right. What's So that's interesting. So I know a lot of advisors look at it in like a deal. Right. Like, like they're it's getting a deal. Right? They're, they're getting, getting a deal. deal. They're getting a deal. But if you wipe away all the fancy lingo that we have and all the new speak that we use, it's a loan. That's it. Yeah, it might be forgivable and it doesn't matter. There's still a level of most loan bonuses. There is still a level of imputed interest. There's interest. But if you were walking to a casino and they give you $500, which they never would, they would expect to make all that money back because you would gamble it back. And it's, it's the same thing that these lenders are doing. Right. It's the same exact concept that, all right, we're going to give you money. We're going to lower your payout. We're going to make the margins work right so that over X number of years, we're going to make all of our money back. And so we go through our days talking about these transition deals. And yes, I understand that they offset your transition when you move, but make no mistake, it is a loan that you are taking out no matter what transition you're making to, no matter what firm you go to. And there is some truth to that. And when we talk about it's all about the net, I think people should understand that the firm isn't setting up their margins and saying, okay, we're happy with those margins and shit, we're making enough money on these guys. Let's just give them the money. Let's just give them $5 million. They are backing into the number through transaction charges and underlying charges that you don't necessarily see, markups on E&O insurance and registration fees and all these different things. There's all sorts of, get again into the weeds, payouts. To Dale's point, I guess to your point, as I'm seeing it, and this is like the fourth time we've had this conversation, so maybe it's <laughs> sinking into my thick skull since I've been in the business too long, but they're getting the money. It's essentially, they're just giving you your money, but they're giving it to you in advance. But what you're giving up is a cost differential on your payouts and other charges ongoing. And so you're really paying for it. Maybe you're not necessarily, I'll give you that, you're not necessarily, with some firms, they true up your bonus with interest. So there's a couple of firms that do that. But most firms, there is a level of imputed interest that you pay back. But even if you strip that out, you're getting this money and the light bulb is going on. You're getting this money, but they're really just giving you an advance on your future commissions at a lower rate. So now that you've thought about that, if you're an advisor and you move to a firm that it's implied and it's very traditional to get a loan, transition money, whatever, you go to this firm and you forego it, well, how do you feel at that point? So what have you just lost? Haven't you just lost all the value in your business if you take no money and you go into these margins? Like, assume the payout doesn't change. Everything's exactly right. the same. What have you just done to yourself? If you go to a firm that keeps the payouts and everything stagnant, yeah, you've given them that money. Right. You've given the firm that money. I think that further proves my point that it's implied, and this is part of the reason deals go up, 
is that they have to make this money back. They have to find a way to recoup on these loans that they keep doing. And then look, there are firms out there. We work with a couple, one in particular I can think of, that doesn't pay any money, no money. They give it to you in your payout. They're looking for business owners. They're looking for entrepreneurs to understand the value in yourself as a financial practitioner, working your business and staying at that firm for a long period of time, where the reality is you end up making a lot more money if you don't take the loans, if you're at a firm that adjusts your payouts when you don't take the dollars, or if you take less money, they adjust your payouts. I do laugh though. Sometimes when we, I've heard you on the phone with a couple of these firms, you think this week you said something to a firm and they didn't know how to answer it. When you said, well, what if the advisor doesn't take any money? Oh, I love that. That's, <laughs> they were that's, like, well, why would they do that? Because and they couldn't figure out what to do with a payout. Exactly. They don't have a model to do that. And so, yeah, my point is, guess that what? Funny, you're, so. you're, yeah. <laughs> You're taking a loan. And I'm not saying there's anything where I should have sort of preempted this whole conversation by, I don't have an opinion one way or another, but- Well, then I do, I do. Well, no, no, theory. I think it's maybe it's appropriate for some people and and definitely not for others. And that's what I'm saying, but I don't have an opinion on should you do it, should you not do it. But I think it is very interesting that we don't talk about it for what it is. Just know what you're doing is what you're trying to say. Just know what what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah, we're not saying- Dale's not saying taking a deal is a bad thing. Nope. Just understand and be fully aware of what it is you're actually doing. Everybody has their situations. Everybody is in a different situation, whether it's financially, personally, with their practice, stages of their career, and they have reasons for doing those things. I would say the younger you are and the more time you have left in the business, the less likely it should be that you take a big upfront deal like that. You should be looking at deals that are higher payouts lower cost to operate your business, you end up making a lot more money. Most of the time when we do those break-evens, it's three, four years or so comparison where you're breaking even with not taking any money or going to an independent model where you take a lot less money. And then you're off to the races after that. You're basically making the money that the firms, the difference in the money you're making is what the firms would have made had you taken the big upfront fat check and a lower payout. There you go. That's how I see it. Yep. That was the perfect point, right? That's the segue. And then, by the way, you can drop the mic as well if you are an advisor who times it just right and you get a massive loan at the end of your career. Hats off to you. You did a great job. That's where the whole dual monetization comes in. Don't retire at the firm that you're at. Take the check. Again, we're not saying don't take a check ever, but when you're at the end of your career, take that check, transition to the new firm with your junior partner, and then let them work it out because you're going to get the majority of the dollars. So- yeah, look, we've had Man, plenty of conversations with advisors who have taken a loan out. I'm just going to use those terms for this podcast. They take out a loan because they moved to a firm and they didn't calculate the risks right. They didn't prepare the right way. And they start to quickly realize they're paying back a loan with substantially less revenue and it's cutting into their growth. The risks definitely outweigh the reward in that scenario. Yeah, after look, the over fact. my over many years of being in this business, I've worked with advisors that I'm not going to necessarily call them professional movers because I have some friends that are what I would call a professional movers, and they do a pretty good job. They know what they're doing. Their business aren't imploding. But a lot of advisors do exactly what you just said or really don't do, and they don't manage it effectively. They don't understand what their obligation really is, and they get to the new firm. They got all this money. They go spend some of it or most of it. Well, it's like you see these documentaries about people hitting the lottery. It's the same concept. Oh, I just got this big check. 
I'm just going to spend it, right? I'm I'm an employee here at this firm and everything's great. And they don't think about, guess what? You're paying all that back and you better be doing business and you better be growing. It's a slippery slope for some. So look, moral of the story here is understand what you're getting into. Make sure you're working with a consultant like Dale or myself that can help you walk through and understand what the documents look like, what it is you're signing up for. And again, we're not saying that taking a transition is a bad thing. We're just saying go in with eyes wide open. And to me, put yourself in a position where you have the ability to take an offer or take a affiliate with a new firm that's really the best firm out there, even though they're not really giving you the same amount of transition money or any at all. That's the position you really want to be in. And as a financial advisor, eat your own cooking. So do a good job managing your finances so you're not put in a position where you have to take a check to pay off another check. Then you got to take another check to pay off that check because there's a tremendous amount of opportunity out there. There are independent firms out there that have exceptionally high payouts and great economics, not just payouts, but economics. It's all about the net when you're independent. But if you're not managing your own personal finances the right way in your practice, then you're forced into chasing the rabbit that is a transition deal. Yeah, and look, don't don't do that. So this is a disclaimer for anybody, any advisors who I talk to call me. So I don't operate well in balancing the space with the transition money and what they want to do. I'll tackle one and then tackle the other. Meaning I want to find you the right firm. If you're really just interested in a loan, that's a different story. That's a good lesson. Whether it's working with us and one of our many great consultants that we have here at Elite Consulting Partners or another transition advisor that you're working with, there's some recruiters out there, but consultants, there's a really couple of really good ones out there. You need to be upfront with them, be honest with them. If it's about the money, tell them right out of the gate, it's about the money and then talk about your goals and dreams and wishes because they could be two different things. You can be going down the road of a quality, great firm and then towards the end of it where you've wasted hours of everybody's time there's the deal isn't where you wanted it to be or needed it to be. And you just wasted time. I shouldn't have said balance. I don't do a good job of balance. And that's not really what I was trying to say. I know what you meant. But there, look, our there is our a goal first it. and foremost is to help our financial advisor clients find the right home for their business for the long term. And so that's what we start off with asking tons of questions about the business. Who are you? Where are you coming from? Why are you leaving? What do you like? What do you dislike? My famous question, what do you want to be when you grow up? All of those types of things. And then eventually we get to the, how important are the economics of the firm? And they say, well, what do you mean by the economics? Well, would you go to a firm that was perfect for everything you were looking for, but didn't give you any transition dollars, but a high payout? If the answer is no, you basically have to back up the conversation. Yeah, there is a balance to that. I think that's more where my head was. I don't do a great job where the the decision path isn't clear. What Dale is basically saying is he has a process in his head (laughs) <laughs> and he walks a client through and he, and he does a good job at it. Don't get me wrong. But he there's a method to his madness. Yeah, articulating is sometimes another story. Look, I think he did a good job. I think the message is clear. We are huge proponents of looking at the economics and being a business owner. And when you're a business owner, it's all about the net. It doesn't matter what the revenue is. If you're losing money and your net margin is not what it should be, then you're you're spinning your wheels. So anyway, with that said, that was awesome, dude. Okay, I get Thanks, it. Brother. It only took like four or five times for you to have the conversation with me. <laughs> and I would look at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've been in business too long and I'm just so used to that stuff. But it is true. And just be eyes wide open when you're taking one of those deals. So, But anyway, thanks for the conversation. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast, our YouTube channel, at Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Smash that like button. 
you were making a comment yeah, about make about, the bell gray. Make the bell gray. Okay. <laughs> make the bell gray. That's the the, the new age <laughs> term. Smash that like button. Give me a call. Something like that. Give me a call. Yeah. yeah. And if you have any questions, you want to talk more about this, any suggestions on podcasts, you want to debate this in further with Dale, 856-316-4653. And I'm 4651 if you want to give me a buzz as well. Send any questions. Send any ideas on new podcasts. Send them to Dale at EliteConsultingPartners.com or Frank at EliteConsultingPartners.com. And we look forward to the next time and see you on the flip side. Love you guys. And have a great year. Great talk. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts.